You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Today's class is extra special because it is a part of the free yoga sequences that I publish every month on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. You can check it out, download the free PDF, and follow along as we go through this yoga class. You can also check out all the classes from the past that you can find on the website and on this podcast. Also, there's information on how you can order your own sequence tailored to your needs, your body, or if you're a yoga teacher, your class. I can also include an audio to go along with your sequence, and I look forward to connecting to you in that way. Now, today's class is going to be awesome because I don't know about you, but I've had this nagging pain in my neck and in my shoulders and my upper back, sometimes my lower back and throughout my spine. And this is all related to what is known as tex neck. Now, this is not a new concept, looking down to read books, to write, and of course now to play on our phones and our tablets and texting everyone because we no longer talk on the phone is all contributing to a cause that is affecting everyone from little kids to the elderly. Now today we are seeing the numbers rising in thoracic spine flexion issues because using our phones is completely addictive, much more so than reading the latest novel, even if you're reading it on the Kindle version from your phone. Now this epidemic of bending forward countless hours a day, text messaging, and doing everything else is beginning to be a pain in our necks. I know in mine for sure. In addition to our necks, we are also rounding our shoulders, slouching and slumping our back, and we are beginning to compress and tighten the muscles, tendons, and ligaments in front of the neck while lengthening the muscles, tendons, and ligaments behind the neck. Now the average human head weighs about 10 pounds, causing double the strain on the back of the neck when the head is not balanced properly or in even proportion on the neck. Now, since we are not going to ditch our devices anytime soon, we can turn to yoga and other complementary movements to ease the pain. Simply having awareness can also be extremely proactive. On top of everything else, adding in exercises to the hands, wrists, and forearms to prevent carpal tunnel syndrome, another cause and effect of texting and typing all day can be most advantageous for our bodies. I will add a little bit of that in my warm-up today. I typically add that and or sprinkle it into other classes. So I hope you've been following along on the weekly free audio yoga classes that you can practice at your leisure. Now I'm going to give you some movements that you can complement that can complement any of your yoga practices on or off the mat. You can sprinkle them into your practice along the way, or you can just do them sitting at your desk or in your car. Now taking your eye gazes to the sky or in regular talk, looking up can reverse flexion of the neck and spine 
Also, it's a nice counter to looking down, so that's the most simple way of doing things. Opening your mouth up wide and releasing your jaw muscles, maybe even just um, open and shutting, open and shutting, and just exercising the jaw. Massaging your thyroid gland simply by tucking your chin into chest. You will be strengthening and stretching the neck muscles. Keep in mind, however, before you do that, you need to sit up straight and tall, roll your shoulders back, bring your chest forward or your heart through center as we say in yoga or um, just by simply being mindful of your posture and then tucking your chin to chest otherwise you'll just simply be engaging in text neck again also tilting your head from side to side bringing your right ear to right shoulder your left ear to left shoulder all of that sort of thing um, is super helpful there's other neck and head exercises that you can do along the way throughout your day especially if you notice that you are just feeling a little bit of strain now even if you're not feeling this condition and you have a smartphone or you're typing or you're looking down um, reading a lot writing a lot things of that nature it's still good to do this stuff because these ailments can just sneak up on the body so I hope that you enjoy today's class it's gentle and it's nice and it's comforting and it's for text next text neck relief <laughs> enjoy check out the free pdf version of the sequence online at lovebreezybreeyoga.com i'll meet you on your mat namaste as we begin find yourself in a nice comfortable seated position if you're in easy pose which we just broke down on the podcast just gently guide the flesh from your sit bones, really engaging in Mula Bandha here. Take a moment and maybe decide to close your eyes. Let the hands rest on the knees, palms facing down. Just gently starting to ground your energy, preparing the body for your practice today. And as you pay special attention to your normal, natural breathing patterns, just begin to gently get more intentional with your breath as you begin to engage more and more in Ujjayi breathing. Remembering to keep your jaw loose throughout your practice, keep your spine neutral, and be aware of your posture. Always drawing your shoulders back and bringing your chest forward. Starting to create that body awareness. And as we draw the shoulders down, we really start to lengthen the sides of the neck, the back of the neck. So also just decompressing some of that tight energy that's in that space as well. Now, if you're looking at the PDF variation, there's going to be some more advanced tips, but during today's class, I'm going to gently kind of move beyond some of those. I added in some beautiful Bondo work and some other ideas on the sequencing. So enjoy those.
And as you begin to breathe in deeper and deeper, exhaling deeper and deeper, listening to the ocean waves in the back of your throat, starting to bring the mind into a present awareness. Find yourself just taking inventory of how you feel physically. What did you bring on the mat today? Shifting some compassion to those spaces that you are identifying and gently moving on. As you bring your awareness to your emotional state, just maybe taking note of how you feel in this moment or the moments that have led to now. And then continuing on to your mental state, the thoughts that are floating in and out of the mind, the thoughts that you've been having. As the goal is always to make not only the mind-body connection, making this as much of a moving meditation as possible, but also trying to connect back to self, to spirit. having whatever compassion you need on any given day for yourself. That way you can in turn offer that back to others. As we cannot give anything that we don't already have. On your next inhalation, take the hands above head Interlace the fingers and then flip the palms toward the sky. Pressing into your sit bones as you find yourself really reaching toward the sky, creating gentle length in the body. From here, we're going to gently take our eyes toward the right as the body shifts with us. Just a nice gentle twist. Exhale at center, take a deep inhalation and then exhale it as you take it to the opposite. Exhaling at center, go ahead and take your right hand and place it on your left wrist and draw the body over to the right. Encouraging those left sit bones to stay planted into the earth. Maybe you're noticing a nice side body stretch. Exhale at center and gently taking it on the opposite side. Remembering that if you're looking at the PDF to repeat every posture on each side instinctively. Exhale at center. From here, draw your hands down. Take them behind the back. Interlace the fingers. And as you draw them toward your sit bones, your eye gazes will go toward the sky. Just gently opening up the chest. Maybe even activating the heart chakra here. As you exhale, start to forward fold. The hands will begin to go toward the sky, still interlaced as the forehead is looking toward the earth. Exhale, using your core to bring you back up gently. As you find yourself back in seated position, release the hands. Take them out in front of you and begin to gently walk them toward the top of the mat.
keeping your eyes forward just really creating length pressing into your palms as your sit bones really engage back down into the earth and then on your next exhalation gently walking your hands over to the left just taking a nice gentle spinal twist Gently exhale it center, take a deep inhalation and exhale it to the opposite side. Exhale it back center. And from here, I mentioned carpal tunnel in the intro. Go ahead and take one hand into the other and gently as you flex the fingertips back towards your face. Or whatever feels good here, just sort of waking up the fingers. Releasing some of the pressure, the pressure that lives in our wrists and our forearms. And then gently exhaling whenever you are ready. If you have a strap or a towel that you would like to have assist you in the next posture, we're just gonna take a little bit of a cow face pose or a cow mule pose. We're gonna take it just with the hands and we're going to skip it with the legs. So staying in whatever seated position you're in, take your hands above head. Lengthen yourself by reaching toward the sky. Then keeping your right hand up, drop the left hand behind you. And then gently take it behind your back. When you arrive, just bring your tricep near the ear as you begin to bend and fold, draw the elbow in close to head, and then look to hook the fingers together or grabbing opposite ends of a strap or, or towel. And then as you pull on those items or you're engaging the hands together, just gently start to create a little bit of awareness and flexion in the shoulders. Remembering that a lot of things that we feel in the neck are coming from other areas of the body. So we want to make sure that we're focusing on the shoulders as well. Exhale as you gently release out of this, reaching your hands toward the sky, really reaching, reaching, creating opposition from the root all the way through the fingertips. And then leaving the left hand up as you bring the right hand down and behind the back. The left hand bring the bicep towards your side ear. As you begin to bend the elbow, keeping it planted near the face, gently guide the hands together or grabbing a strap or, or um, I wanna say blanket or towel. And then pulling on those items or engaging in the collapsed hands, either way. Exhale as you release and shake it out a little bit if you need to. We're gonna gently just roll over our knees into tabletop position. When you arrive, you're going to make sure that your knees are hip width apart, your hands are shoulder distance wide. Every single finger should be pressing into the mat, including the palms. And those feet can be flexed or flattened behind you. When you find your neutralized spine here, go ahead and this isn't on the sequence, but we're gonna add this in for today's class. Remember, this is your personal practice. I guide you through it. Do not hesitate to modify things as you see fit. 
We're gonna take a deep inhalation as we point our nose toward the sky. Our tail's gonna push out behind us. Our belly's gonna hang low. Exhale as you press the earth away from you, tucking chin into chest into Frady Cat. Inhale as you smell the beautiful roses and press the tail out behind you. Exhale, finding your Frady Cat. Going with your breath, going back and forth into Cat Cow, going as fast or as slow as you need to. And actually, this shows up perfectly on the sequence, um, but I decided to do it before lion pose. The sequence has you doing lion pose first. So whatever works in the future. When you bring yourself back to a neutral spine, flatten the feet behind you if not already. Go ahead and press like you're going to sit on your heels. If it's in your practice, you can take this into a hero variation where your tail is going to sit in between your legs. If that's too much on your quadriceps, then go ahead and keep them together and just rest atop your heels. Walk your hands out in front of you like you did earlier. And we're gonna take a few lion poses. And basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a deep inhalation. And as you are on all fours like a lion, you're gonna <sighs> You can even growl if you like to. So together, inhale deeply, exhale, release it like a lion. Inhale deeply, exhale, release it. <sighs> or rawr. <laughs> and what we're doing is we are just warming up the body with great, great fluidity through the breath, creating this energetic release that comes really quick as the mind immediately formulates itself to this idea. Taking it one more time, a deep inhalation and on your exhale, just opening up the mouth and roaring out your pranayama. As you bring it back center, we're going to go ahead and find ourselves in tabletop position. I'm going to have you wag your tail from left to right, right to left here, taking one ear to the shoulder, the opposite ear to the other side. On your next exhalation, finding yourself back into tabletop position, I want you to press all your weight into your left hand as the right one rises toward the front of the mat. And then as you exhale, you're gonna gently thread that right arm under the left. If you have any shoulder issues where this is inaccessible to you, then you can just simply skip it. You can either go back to cat-cow, wag the doggy's tail, maybe making circles on the mat with the body in one direction and then the other. Or if you can still make the posture, but it's you don't wanna go deep into it, just keep that left hand firmly planted where you're not putting all your body weight on the right shoulder. But if you want this full shoulder opener, you can take that front hand, that left hand, and just slide it toward the front of the mat. As your body weight weighs itself down onto the shoulder, you can decide to wrap that top hand around waist, at which point the heart's going to start to shift and go toward the sky. Whatever variation works for you today.
As you exhale, press the earth away from you, pushing back into tabletop. Shift your weight into the opposite hand. As the right hand comes forward, exhale as it threads under the opposite side. Again, whatever you did on one side may be attempting to do on this side. Or not do, if that was the case. As you exhale, you're gonna push up and out of this posture. From here, we're gonna go into tabletop position and we're going to drop our forearms onto the mat. So you're like in a forearm tabletop position. And once you arrive, you're gonna gently start to tuck the toes behind you, pressing into what would feel like downward facing dog, only we're pressing into dolphin pose. Pressing our weight into the forearms, not just into the wrist and the hands like we would in down dog. If this feels more challenging, it's technically not. It's actually more beginner than down dog. But because your crown is so close to the earth, that might be giving you a little bit of a hesitant mind frame. So just take your eyes toward the belly button. Or if you feel too dizzy, take the eyes toward the top of the mat. Maybe exhaling and walking the toes a little bit more closer toward the navel. And then gently exiting by releasing one leg at a time. As you walk your legs back, you're going to come back into a nice forearmed plank. This can also be known as sphinx plank pose. And then gently lower the belly onto the mat. We're going to first come up in sphinx posture, so planting the forearms and the hands, spreading the fingers, taking your eyes forward. Your heart's going to come through center by gently releasing the shoulders behind your back. And you can stay here or you can gently press the earth away from you as you lengthen the arms in front of you, really pushing up into that full cobra. As you exhale, push from the hands and find yourself into your first child's pose. Taking a moment here to acknowledge where you're at and if not already, setting a beautiful intention for your practice today. Letting the belly hang in between the legs, maybe giving the forehead a massage on the mat. Or the belly can just relax right atop the thighs. The hands can go above head in namaste prayer center behind the neck or down toward the ankles and maybe even giving yourself a nice ankle massage would be warranted. As you exhale, pushing back into your tabletop position, take a deep inhalation, tuck your toes and push back into your first 
downward facing dog. You can generously pedal your dog out, exaggerating the hips. Maybe taking your eyes toward the belly button region, maybe shaking it left and shaking it no. Exhaling as you bend your knees, hop, skip, or leap to the top of your mat, finding yourself in a nice forward bend. Inhale to lift halfway. Exhale, bend your knees, and take the full expression. Once you arrive in standing forward bend, if you like, you could begin to gently lengthen the legs as much as you feel like. And then take a moment and roll up one vertebrae at a time, utilizing the bottom of your feet to get you there. As your head rises last, the hands will sweep above head. We're going to go ahead and exhale as the hands come down into full mountain pose. An upside down V, fingers spread and the palms facing forward. On your next inhalation, sweeping the hands above head, exhale. Press them into prayer center and draw the elbows in closer to the head region. And then gently just take your hands into reverse prayer behind your neck. Draw your heart through, bring your shoulders out of ears and enjoy this posture. As you exhale, you're going to bend the knees. The hands are going to lengthen above head and you're going to find yourself in Ukatasana or chair pose. The hands still sealed together. Exhale, sink into Ukatasana a little bit more. And then draw the hands down and closer to your heart. Take the right elbow to left knee and exhale as you take this twist. Using your core to twist you into the shape. Exhale at center and gently take it on the opposite side. I know we're holding these postures a little long. <laughs> that beautiful Hatha style. Exhale at center, take the hands to the earth and step back into plank. Holding your plank for just a couple of breaths here. You can always drop a knee if you need to. From here, you could take a chaturanga or you could do knees, chest, chin. Inhaling into up dog. Exhale, instead of going right into down dog, you're going to push like you're going into child's pose, only you're going to keep your eyes to the top of the mat. Your chest is going to be on the, on the mat, but your entire tail is going to be lifted toward the sky. And from here, the hands will lengthen out in front of you. You're going to find yourself in extended puppy pose. And then as you exhale, go ahead and lengthen your legs behind you as you let the belly drop, bringing the hands by the side and bending the elbows, finding cobra.
Exhale the body back into tabletop position, tucking the toes behind you as we prepare for tiger pose on one side and the other. Shifting your weight into your left hand, take the right hand out in front of you, but draw the tricep up near your ear. Exhale as you take the opposite foot out behind you, but kick it up toward the sky. And you can stay here, you can take that top hand, that right hand, and it can grab hold onto the left foot, creating this dancer-like variation of tiger pose. Exhale as you release the body parts with intention back to the mat. Shift your weight into the opposite hand as the left one comes up, tricep near ear, opposite foot comes back and kicks up a little bit higher toward the sky. Maybe when you're ready, you will take that opposite hand to opposite leg. Creating a dancer-like effect. And then with great intention, you can release the body parts back down to the mat. Find yourself back in tabletop position and push yourself back into child's pose. Draw the shoulders down and out of your ears simply by bringing the hands by your side. Reach for the ankles and give them a nice gentle massage. Anytime your hands are anywhere, try to look for a place to massage the body. <laughs> Take care of that. Taking your hands and interlacing them behind your back here, no matter what that looks like for your body right now. Start to take your tail toward the sky as the crown of the head completely goes on the mat. Then the hands that are yoga hands are gonna go up. And then we're going to just gently interlace those fingers. Exhaling those hands back down to sit bones if you were able to get that nice shoulder stretch there. Finding yourself back into child's pose. Take a deep inhalation and as you exhale, come back into tabletop, tuck your toes, push back into downward facing dog. Taking your eyes to the top of the mat, bend your knees, hop, skip, jumper, leap to the top, inhale, half lift, exhale, bend the knees, fold forward. Exhale as you sweep your hands toward the sky. This time take a gentle back bend. Using your core, bring yourself back center. Find yourself into Dasana or Mountain Pose. On your next exhalation, sweeping the hands above head yet again. Bringing them into prayer above head and then bending the elbows and like allowing the prayer hands to go behind the neck and also upside down in the standing variation. From here, begin to bend the knees as we gently find ourselves in Utkatasana again, chair pose. As you exhale, sink into this deeper, take the hands that are behind your head in prayer and gently just guide them up toward the sky Eye gazes, let them stay forward this time, not looking down. And if you're ready, you can start, start to look up toward the sky. 
Drawing the hands down into prayer center yet again. Exhale as you take right elbow to left knee. Using your core to draw in the body. Exhale at center. Take a deep inhalation and take opposite elbow to opposite knee. Exhale as you gently take the hands to the earth and step back into plank. You can take a chaturanga or knees, chest, chin. Inhale yourself into up dog. And we're going to take extended puppy pose again. So dropping your forearms, keeping your eye gazes forward, your chin maybe even touching the mat. Tail toward the sky as the arms reach, 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 finding that puppy pose. Exhale, release the belly down to the earth and draw the shoulders out of your ears. Hands are spread for cobra. Exhale into tabletop position, tucking the toes behind you as we set up for tiger variation yet again. Shifting your weight into your right hand, left hand comes up first this time, opposite foot up and behind you. Making sure that the tricep is near your ear and the back foot is almost kicking up. It's creating this beautiful variation. And then maybe taking that top hand and rotating it behind you as it looks for the foot. Creating this beautiful, grounded, dancer-esque type position. Exhale the body back center. Gently shift the weight into the opposite hand and take tiger on this side. Opposite hand in one direction, opposite leg in the other. And breathe. And whenever you are ready, you can begin to take that top hand behind your back, looking for the foot that's floating, creating this dancer-like energy on your mat. Exhale as you gently release the bodies back into tabletop, push back into child's pose. Hmm. Let the body rest. Draw the hands down by your sides, like you're going to give your ankles another massage. Maybe you do. And then take them up on the back and interlace the hands. Begin to come onto the crown of your head by lifting your tail toward the sky as the hands shift up as well. And we did this a moment ago, but I'm not sure that I cued the hands this way. So forgive me. Exhale the tail back to the mat as the hands will follow back into child's pose. As we prepare the body for a little bit of a flow, exhale and push up into down dog. Take a deep inhalation and on your next exhalation, raising the right foot into the sky in three-legged dog. Take your eyes in between your hands as you exhale. That foot's going to come through, staying on the back of your tippy toes in high lunge. Exhale as you bring that back high lunge leg down. Inter and keep the foot flexed here. The hands are overhead. Gently take them down and behind your back. Interlace the hands 
As you draw them towards your sit bones, eyes go toward the sky, hearts exposed as well, and sink into this, making it a gentle hip opener as well. As you exhale, you're gonna come up as the hands frame the front foot. Finding yourself in low lunge here, step back into downward facing dog. From here, raise the opposite leg in the sky, take the eyes forward and draw that leg in between. Staying on the high tippy toes of the back foot, hands come above head, shoulders always come down, finding high lunge on the opposite side. Gently releasing that knee down to the mat as that back foot is tucked now. Hands are above head as you gently release them and intertwine them behind your back. As you draw that down to the mat, eyes toward the sky, including their heart. And then exhale as you use your core to bring you back, framing your front foot, stepping back into plank. Taking a chaturanga, knees, chest, chin, or meeting in down dog. Taking a few deep breaths here. As you raise the right leg into the sky, your pelvis is going to take a slight tilt toward the sidewall. So you're going to find yourself in a standing split as opposed to a three-legged dog. The hips and standing split are going to face a little bit sideways. Exhale as that foot comes down behind you, up on its tippy toes, finding another lunge. Then gently take your hands up and above head, press the palms together and bring them down into prayer center. When you arrive, you can take the opposite knee to elbow. Exhale and gently release this out back to center. From here, take the hands back down to the earth. You can take a chaturanga and or, and or meet right away into down dog. Whenever you arrive, raise the opposite leg into the sky into standing split, taking your pelvis toward the sidewall here. Gently releasing that leg to meet the other on the mat as you step back into a plank or excuse me, into a lunge. Staying up on your tippy toes, the hands will frame the big foot in the front. Bring the hands above head, take a gentle back bend, maybe bringing them into prayer center, and then taking opposite elbow to opposite knee here, taking this revolved lunge on this side. And I didn't mention this in the last one, but of course you can always open up your arms, one facing the earth, one facing the sky. Exhale as you bring it center. If a bind is in your practice here, take your hands above head and then gently take the top hand. Should be, I hope your same hand as leg is bent. So right hand if you're bending your right knee. And then gently take it behind your back, thread it through the opposite side as your eyes go toward the sky with every exhalation, raising the heart that way as well. If it's not in your practice to take the bind, then just stay in the low lunge, maybe hovering the hands over the mat, creating some energy in the legs. Wherever you're at, exhale as you step back into plank. 
From here, everyone drop their knees, bend their elbows, take their chin to the mat, and then sweep into upward facing dog. Exhaling into downward facing dog. Taking a few deep inhalations and exhalations here as well. From downward facing dog, we're gonna gently walk the feet toward the hands. Sweep the hands above head, take a baby back bend. Use your core bringing you center, then take a nice forward fold or swan dive down. Inhale, lift halfway, exhale, fold forward, step back into plank. When you arrive, drop the belly down to the mat yet again for, well, actually you can take um, finks here, or you can just take upward facing dog, up to you. And then push back like you're gonna sit on your heels, but come up on your knees. We're gonna take camel. So the first thing we're going to do, you can have a blanket or you can roll your mat up under your knees for more padding. Sweep your hands above head. Lengthen the side body. As you exhale, bring your hands down to the earth. Noticing that we're doing a lot of lengthening of the body here. All of that really helps with the neck, including hip work. From here, take the hands and place them just below the upper, just on the bottom or the below the lower back space, just above like that muffin top area. And the fingertips can be pointed in any direction, whatever feels comfortable. As you press into your lower back, your heart's going to naturally come through center. Draw your shoulders out of your ears and take this bend wherever you want it to go. Eyes can go up toward the sky. If that feels okay, you can even open up the throat chakra here. If it's too much, that's okay. Exhale as you use your core to bring you back center. Getting ready to set up for it again. If you want to take this deeper, the hands can come down to the ankles. Inhale the hands above head. Exhale as you begin to find it again on the opposite side. So take your time getting into camel again. Whatever variation you want to take, the full expression or the supported expression. This is a nice counter pose to text neck, obviously. And then as you exhale, come down like you're going into child's pose, but simply shift your feet out and in front of you, finding staff pose or dandasana. Bringing your heart through as usual, drawing the shoulders down by the side body, just letting them loosely hang there. Taking a gentle internal rotation of the thighs. The feet are very flexed here, like they're pressing up against the wall. I should say they're very active, not flexed. They are flexed, but more active. And then tucking the chin slightly into chest, just compressing that thyroid gland a little bit, creating that little flexion in the back of the neck. On your next inhalation, the hands will come toward the sky, maybe taking a micro bend in the knees if you need to. Exhale the hands down toward the feet or ankle or shins. Either bringing nose to knees or knees up to nose by bending the knees, either way feels amazing. Once you arrive, you can begin to lengthen the legs a little bit more at a time, giving your body time to warm up to the idea. And if it's not in your practice, that's okay too. Now go ahead and take your right hand and place it on the outer edge of your left foot. Sweep the left hand toward the sky and your heart will come through center. Your eyes will follow. And gently take this side heart opener here. 
where this revolved. Exhale as the eyes go toward the earth and the hand will instinctively follow. And then gently just switch sides and take it on the opposite as you take this gentle twist. Awesome. Bringing everything back center again into Dandasana. Take your right foot and gently just place it over the lengthened left leg. The knees pointing toward the sky as we begin to take half lord of the fish pose, which I have broken down on this podcast. From here, your arms can do a number of things, but I'm going to keep it simple for the listeners. You can gently just take your left hand out in front of your right knee, creating that opposition. You can bend it at the elbow or you can lengthen it. And then you can take the right hand behind back and take the twist. The eyes will begin to follow with the shoulders. So not just turning your head and looking behind you with your neck. Take your shoulders with you and your eyes go where the shoulders go. Taking this nice twist of the body. Exhale as you gently come out of this a little bit, but keeping everything where it's at. Take a moment, the knees still pointed toward the sky. Take your right, or excuse me, take your left piece fingers to your right toe. The left foot is still lengthened. From here, lift your right hand toward the sky, and then start to lengthen that right foot out in front of you. Now take that top hand and take it behind your back. Your eyes may follow. A nice, awesome twist of the body here. I really love this posture so much. And this is just a revolved hand to toe pose, really. Exhale as you slowly shift it back forward, releasing the body parts gently. Exhale and bring the legs back out, lengthened in front of you, back to Dandasana. Again, the PDF doesn't transition this way, but please remember that you can transition in a way that's most comfortable for your body. Or if you're practicing at home with a tailored sequence, you can just go step by step, pose by pose. That's actually how this sequence was performed with the client at hand. It wasn't really done as a flow. It was really done gently and slowly, and there was a few modifications. Now let's go ahead and take the left foot, bend it at the knee, and place it just over the lengthened right leg. Again, as we prepare for the half Lord of the Fish pose on this side, we're going to go ahead and lengthen the right hand toward the sky as we gently take it on the outside of the left knee. However you want to do it to create that opposition. And then the opposite hand will start to go up toward the sky and then behind the back. As you press the earth away from you, you start to take the twist with the shoulders. Eye gazes will only follow if the shoulders allow them to. Exhaling into the twist even more and never holding your breath, of course. As you exhale the body back center, keeping the foot where it's at, take the right piece fingers to the left toes. 
Take the left hand toward the sky. As you lengthen that leg out in front of you, the hand in the sky will start to go behind back. Eyes will begin to follow as you take the revolved hand-to-toe pose here. Gently exhaling out of this posture, letting the body parts come back to the mat. Bringing the legs out in front of you, then drawing them together by bringing the heels, or excuse me, the bottoms of the feet together, preparing for butterfly. Draw your hands around the feet. Maybe the thumbs are in the creases, opening up the feet like a book. And you can stay here, drawing the shoulders out of your ear. You can begin to tuck chin into chest and round the spine as you take your forehead to the toes. Maybe the elbows are pressing against the inner thighs, making this a gentle hip opener. Maybe they're just dangling in between in that space. Beautiful. Exhale as the body comes back up into like an easy pose posture. Take the legs back out in front, back into the dasana. And then from here, start to gently come down onto the forearms and then down onto your back. Take your hands behind your back and rest them. Rest your, make a hammock with your fingers and rest your head in there. Just a nice, happy resting pose. Maybe crossing at the ankles on one side and then releasing and crossing at the ankles on the other side. Like you're just stargazing right now, which is what you're going to do to relieve text neck, right? Yes. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, just drawing the knees into chest, or you can bring the knees into hands and make circles in the sky. If you're giving yourself a hug or whichever variation you're choosing, maybe the spine is getting a gentle massage on the mat. If the neck feels compressed, just lift your head off of the mat, draw your shoulders down towards your sit bones, kind of creating this lengthened neck like coming out of a turtle shell, then drop the neck back down to the earth. And those are really just good to do all day long. You can do those in, in lots of different variations. Now keeping the right knee into chest, lengthen the left leg out in front of you. Draw that right knee into left hand. Start to draw it over to the left side body. As the right hand goes out into a half T, the eyes will follow. And just keeping the shoulder planted into the mat here, that right shoulder. If it starts to come up, just take the knee toward the sky, just getting a nice supine twist here. Breathing that beautiful life force energy through the body, especially when we're twisting. Remembering that when we're twisting, we're, it's almost like we're, we're not doing this exactly, but it's like we're shutting off water. Like if you have a water hose and you just take a bend in it. And then when you come out of the twist, you release the hose and it's like all this energy just flows through the body. Think of it that way. Exhale as you release that leg. Maybe taking the hands overhead and pointing in one direction, the toes in the other and getting a good morning stretch what I call it. And then bringing the knees back into chest as we transition this on the opposite side. 
lengthening the right leg and giving that left leg a nice squeeze. Keeping that left knee into right hand as the left hand goes out to side body, the knee goes over and the eye gazes will follow the hand, just taking the twist on this side. What you just did on the opposite, do here, essentially. <laughs> Again, remembering if that shoulder is lifting, just take the knee toward the sky and breathing on this side, keeping that rush of energy throughout the body. Mm. <sighs> Exhale as you begin to come out of this posture, hands overhead, feet pointing in opposite direction as you begin to give yourself a nice stretch of the body. Now the next pose I've broken down on the podcast before, it's half fish pose. It feels so good. It's a counter posture to Tex neck, but it is an important posture to get right. So the first thing we're going to do is you're laying on your back, bring your hands down by your side, palms facing the earth. From here, we're going to gently shift our weight to the left as we roll that right shoulder under body and then shifting our weight to the opposite side as we roll that shoulder under that side. Now gently kind of start to shift up your heart toward the sky as the crown of your head goes down and then eventually you're pushing yourself onto your crown completely. So the body begins to rest a little bit on the upper shoulders. This is a nice gentle way to get into this posture, but I did break this down, so definitely go back and listen to that episode if you really want to master fish pose for your body. This might feel awkward at first because breathing while having your throat exposed to the sky can feel like a challenge. And also you're resting literally on the top crown of your head. That can be very challenging. Resting on the arms, not on the neck, is going to be vital in this posture, of course. That's why we try to get into it that way. Exhale as you gently release the head first, then one side, then the other. Maybe taking the hands overhead and lengthening the body again and then bringing the hands back down the side as we begin with shoulder bridge pose. Again, we're going to first just bring the knees toward the sky, hip width apart, draw the heels toward the sit bones. The hands are going to be by your side, palms facing down. As you press from your feet, your pelvis is going to go toward the sky. When you arrive, you're going to go ahead and slide one shoulder under body, the opposite shoulder under body, interlace the fingers, and you're going to rest your weight on the shoulders, keeping your eyes up and forward, not looking from left to right at any point. Now go ahead and release the glutes. So the body's going to hang a little bit closer to the earth again. So press from the bottoms of the feet to just encourage the pelvis to push toward the sky without engaging the glutes. It's a very minor adjustment. Mm -hmm. 
And then exhale as you release the glutes back down toward the earth, releasing the hands and the shoulders, finding yourself back down. And then gently take your legs toward the sky, bring your hands behind them, have a micro bend as you begin to take a lying variation of forward fold. Again, noticing if your neck gets compressed, just readjust your neck anytime, okay? If it's in your practice, you can take your peace fingers to your big toes. You can create a lying split variation if that feels good for the body. It's a gentle hip opener. As you exhale, you can gently bring the body into happy baby pose. The feet pointing toward the sky, at least the bottoms of them. <laughs> and then as the knees are bent, the hands are going to come through and on the outer edges. Just like a happy baby getting its diaper changed, maybe rotating the spine on the mat if that feels good for your body. And if there's anything else that's in your personal practice today, please take a moment and honor that. Beginning to find yourself in your final resting pose. Even though this class was all about text neck, we did a lot of stuff to counter that action from working literally on the neck to just creating length in the body and in the spine to having lots of heart openers and throat chakra openers to taking beautiful twists just to realign the spinal energy. In doing all of that, we activated the chakra system in many ways, all the way from the root to the crown. And even though this practice was one of those therapeutic healing attempts, and hopefully with lots of repetitive practice, if you are suffering from tech's neck, continue to modify this sequence in any way you see fit, or continue to practice the sequence exactly as it was verbalized today. Remember something really important, to fall in love with yourself. Do you love yourself? Can you answer yes to this question without hesitation or qualifications? Without feeling egotistical or embarrassed? Many of us will consider this a very difficult question to answer. It is like being asked whether we are in love with someone we hadn't really considered loving before. It might never have occurred to us to fall in love with ourselves. But why not? We must love ourselves. If we don't, how can we expect others to love us? And how can we love others in a wholehearted, honest way? Fall in love with yourself. It is the most meaningful love affair you can have. I love that. So thank you so much for listening to today's yoga class. Thank you for being a part of this beautiful community of yoga and a part of my little contribution to the ecosystem. The light and love in me 
acknowledges the light and love in you, wishing you peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.